The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. Marcus, and welcome to another episode of Toilet Side Wrestling Talk. Today's guest hails from Maryland, that's on Earth or Midgard to any of our Marvel-obsessed listeners, and began wrestling in 2020. She trained at the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy under Merrick Brave and someone named Seth Rollins, and has worked for such promotions as Beyond, GCW, Women's Wrestling Revolution, Camp Leapfrog, Lehigh Valley Athletic Council, Titan Championship Wrestling, has shared the ring with the likes of Riley Shepard, Little Mean Kathleen, Masha Slamovich, Holiday. Ryan Nova, Debbie Kane, and I could go on. So let's welcome today's guest, someone who rejects the belief that there's something called Hollow Earth where King Kong lives. I give you the good witch, the conduit of karma, Kaya McKenna. I'm very good. Thank you for coming on this evening. I appreciate you giving me this time uh, at this time of night, of course. Oh, of course, anytime. I don't mind coming on chat with you, Brad. It'll be a good time. <laughs> don't say anytime because I'll take it. <laughs> we alluded to when we spoke earlier. I don't have the intellect to not uh, stop myself from doing that. But anyways, um, we'll get this out of the way right now. How's your shoulder doing? It's better. It's um, it's it's going slow and steady. You know, I'm a very uh, driven person, so I've had to really dial it back and, and tell myself it's time to be reasonable, let my body heal. Yeah. But I've been doing. I've been like trying to get a lot of sleep, eat good meals, like go to the gym and do what I can. So like nothing that's going to strain my shoulder, but you know, still trying to stay active. Um, a lot of band exercises, a lot of ice, a lot of um. I, I love CBD has been really helpful yeah, yeah. in the recovery process. So just everything I can use in my power to make this go faster. I've been can you, do you have to sleep? Like, did, did you have to like learn to sleep a different way? So you're well, not I've on your shoulder? I've had a shoulder injury previously. I've had okay. two shoulder injuries previously, one on my left and one on my right. Oh, geez, of course. And it's like, I don't know, the first thing you do, like when you're when you're still real fresh off the injury, like you don't want to lay on that side because that's not sure, a good sure. time. So I just built a giant fort of pillows around myself and my bed. So oh, okay. I would do the, the gator roll of death while I was yeah, my gosh. my shoulder. And it feels like you've been electrocuted, <laughs> like when it happens. It'll wake you up like that. But um, so, I'll do that or if 
but I lay on my opposite side. So like it's my right shoulder this time. So I can lay on my left side and I'll just like, I have this little stuffed shark that's like the uh -huh. perfect size to go underneath my arm and it like supports it while I sleep. So oh, I'm trying to like be oh, very aware and take care of it. Cause like I said, I move when I sleep. So if I didn't have oh, like, okay. a pillow for it, like I'd be rolling Yeah, that could be dangerous. Problem. Yeah. Do you sleep with a dog? Um, not when I'm injured, but yes, I do oh. typically sleep with my um pug but i have like okay. a pug animal that i use okay arm to support okay so there's no chihuahua that's gonna possibly one day be rolled over on uh, i mean i have on, a pug but you. like when she sleeps it's like just having a boulder in the bed like she doesn't oh, okay. like wherever she falls asleep that's where she's at but like you know you better hope that when she falls asleep that you have all the blankets you want that you're comfortable and you're laying on the right side because her ass ain't moving to the morning <laughs> yeah yeah i sometimes feel guilty at night like i'll get in bed after the dog has gotten in bed and like, I feel guilty and I'll like sleep so contorted. Um, oh yeah, like you're so, making them uncomfortable. I can grab, she's literally right here. I'll grab her yeah, yeah, yeah. cameo real quick. For sure. Here, baby. Oh gosh, I'm disrupting you. I know you wanted to put, she was sitting with her butt right on my pillow that I put my face on. So this is good. She's not there anymore. How this old? This is the Empress. She's nine. Oh my gosh. How much <laughs> is she? Did I just hear her like, oh. Oh yes. She's very uh, vocal. Oh my gosh. How much does she weigh? Oh, uh, like 15 pounds, maybe. She Not literally it looks like you're holding um, a stuffed animal. It's, besides, it's moving its head a little bit. Yeah, it looks like a combination of <laughs> stuffed animal and a cat. Almost. She's like do a you little bring her, Do you bring her uh, with you as often as you can? as out? often as i can it's um i'm gonna put her back on the bed so she's comfortable sure sure um yeah as often as i can i will bring her she likes to hang out with people and meet people in wrestling and she loves attention so there's oh, people cool. like to give her pets it's a little hot right now so i've not been taking her on the road because you know pug I put her through that. Little nose and, yeah like, yeah the breathing is um do you have to like constantly are there like are you constantly cleaning like the folds and the yes the stuff i wipe her the little eyes? face and i wipe her little ears and i wipe her little paws she's very well cared for yeah she really lives like an empress does she and get a really... slobber all over and i always say no, this because i hit an english bulldog she doesn't drool she does shed pugs shed a lot oh really yeah i'm surprised like, and, and i wear that. a lot of black clothing so i'm just constantly covered in dog fur and so like, do you always have those me. rollers around uh, I've just given up. I'm oh, okay. at this point, and I'm just like, people look at me, and I'm like, yeah, I own dogs. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's just, it's not, I don't own an alien. You know, like, <laughs> this is not anything. So you seem to, you have, like, a very positive attitude. Are you, is it frustrating at all, like, having this injury? Oh, it's immensely frustrating because I'm such a go-getter. Like, I usually, like, yeah. wake up in the morning. I work from home full-time. So, like, I wake up in the morning, I have a coffee, I make breakfast, I go to CrossFit, I go to the gym, I go train. Huh? Like, I, I just, I'm always, or I'm at a show or, or traveling. Like, I am always on the move. Like, I am not somebody to just hang around and do nothing. Yeah, so it's yeah. been very difficult for me to kind of dial it back and not be able to work out the way that I typically do. And do the way i typically do and as the weeks have gone by like i've kind of regained a sense of normalcy like oh i can like reach stuff and get it out of cabinets again and i can like yeah. dress myself and stuff again but it's still tough like i have what um, do you mean dress yourself again you you couldn't like when your shoulder messed up like try getting out of your clothes right 
Oh, wow. That's, yeah, oh, like, wow. like never... you can't, for like the first week, it's like kind of sore and you can't really oh, move that's... it because I had a dislocation. So like uh, Mama Witch was very, very helpful at like helping me like, you know, brush my hair and all of that stuff. Yeah. You Unless you're like good at doing it with your opposite hand, which I'm right-handed and it was my right yeah. hand, so I was like really in detriment. Oh, but, geez. Um, can you but, drive? No, it's not even bad. It's just, pardon me? Can you drive? I can drive. Okay. Yes, I can drive now. Okay. Um, so it's and, just, it feels better day by day, but it's just like, and then like the little points of frustration, like when I was in the gym today, I was like, I'm going to do a good morning. And I didn't even have a barbell. I just used the PVC pipe. And as soon as I grabbed it, I could feel it. And I was like, oh, can't do that. So oh, God. It's just like, having to like tailor your workouts and adjust. I, I just think there's going to be a lot of leg days for me over the next couple yeah, of yeah, totally. <laughs> Lots of legs, lots of uh, lunges and squats and glute bridges and wall sits and things that don't necessarily affect my shoulder well, whatever, everything will be ready though when you're ready to use your shoulder again yeah it's like a nice strong base i'll be ready to go do you get to hang out with like your friends and like your family more like there, like is there anything positive that's come out of it i've gotten more sleep which has okay. definitely been a positive i um mm -hmm. I mean, I, I live Which with is my a big family deal. right now. So I, um, when the pandemic hit, my uh, day job office closed and okay. I didn't renew my lease. And I just uh -huh. moved back in with my mom and dad because I was oh, like, awesome. well, I work from home. I don't need to be paying $2,000 a month in Washington. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to. So I've just kind of been hanging out with my parents now for like a full year and a half. And it's been great because they've been very supportive of me wrestling and like even taken me to shows and dropped me off at the airport and like done stuff oh, that like cool. when I was living by myself, I would have had to figure out like what I was going to do. So they've been great. Like they're awesome. And I mean, they must love it. Like having their daughter, you know, back in the house again. Yeah. That's what I tell my mom all the time. I'm like, you know, you get me all the time. Like most people like go to college and then that's it, you know, like yeah, yeah. forever. And I'm like, surprise, I'm back. Ha, my kids asked food. me yesterday if they could live with food and sleep in your bed. <laughs> Who's responsible for putting the meals on the table at night? If you don't mind me asking. Um, it's kind of split duty. We all like take turns. Sometimes okay. I do meal prep. So I've been doing that right now because with not being able to do as much in the gym, I figure, okay, mm -hmm. I got to kind of watch my diet because I don't want to like slack on that. And that's something I can yeah, do. Yeah. So I'll do that or like, like, we are fortunate to live we live in coastal maryland the weather's been great so we do a lot of grilling like my dad will grill for us um my oh, mom nice. makes stuff, like you know mom food everybody has think, mom food right like the is, makes, it's really good is laundry everyone's every man for himself every man for themselves oh okay, laundry okay. bathroom is your deal um did you watch the super eight i don't know when it came out i know it was i i watched it today are you able I, to watch it? Yeah, I watched it back. I didn't get to watch it originally because I was supposed to be in a Super 8. And I was yeah. very, very, very depressed when I woke up that morning. So instead of sitting around in the house feeling sorry for myself, I got dressed uh -huh. and went to the gym and tried to focus on getting better and what I could control in that moment. But I have yeah. since watched it back and I thought it was an incredible tournament. And I just also thought it was really cool that Megan was able to come in as a replacement and take that trophy home. Yeah, and sure. she's just so beautiful and strong and incredible. And it was just an amazing performance from her on all accounts. But I loved, I love seeing like Damaris go out there and do her thing. I think she's an incredible yeah, was performer a as well. She's so well-rounded and so well-versed in the ring. And seeing like Adina in there killing it, she was incredible too. And, and mm -hmm. Ashley has been everywhere killing it. 
doing her thing. So it was really just nice to see all of these ladies coming together with this like divine feminine energy to put on this amazing tournament for us yeah. to watch. Do you have to tell yourself like, okay, I have a shoulder injury. It's not career threatening. I will eventually be back there. Like, do you have to like talk to yourself like while you're watching all it? the time, all the time. Oh, like, God. You really have to like get yourself into the right headspace so you're not like frustrated about your situation. Cause you know, you can't, you can only control certain factors. And, and this is just unfortunately something that's like out of my control for the time being. So yeah. I just have to focus, not worry about what I couldn't do, but focus on what I am going to do when I get back. And that's yes. where my energy needs to go. Like like 30 I, years ago, 40 years ago, you would have been done. Your career would have been over. You know, like I don't know a if bad shoulder. No, it's crazy. I remember a guy like, um, in I think it was 1988, a basketball player tore his ACL. And he was never the same. The oh recovery God, was like a year and a half. Like, your whole knee explodes now. And it's like, oh, I'm back in five months. No yes, totally. Just, uh, medicine's incredible. And the human body's ability to recover is incredible. I think a big part of that, though, is just having the support of your family and having access to good medicine and, and being compliant in your care and like not not fighting your doctors and like doing what sure. you're told and like doing all of your physical therapy and like not feeling sorry for yourself like you, you have to take an initiative in your own recovery and get yourself where you need to be you can't just like sit around feeling sorry for yourself it's like okay this happened let's get it fixed and keep moving forward because... yeah it's not a vacation but you know like because you have no, to get it's, back to work not. i mean honestly like once i was cleared to go to the gym again i felt so much better because i was just going crazy sitting in my house like oh i, I couldn't bet. do it it was really making me nuts even if it was just like okay i'm just gonna go today and like do some like really basic stuff and like ride the bike but it's better than nothing and can that you, has made me feel better so can you watch and, and, maybe, and, and this goes for like even when you're not you know with when you haven't been injured can you watch wrestling for entertainment value at oh this yeah point? i still okay. watch wrestling all the time this is not new um i'm currently in the process of um I'm currently rewatching the King's Road. I'm like in the year 1990. So I was just about to watch like the um, Super Generation Army versus uh, Dumbo Saruta, Saruta Goon. I was oh, really awesome. excited about that. Yeah, I, I'm a huge wrestling nerd. Like, I love Japanese wrestling. I like Lucha. I like um, mainstream wrestling, WCW, ECW, WWE. I'm a huge Michinoku Pro fan. Like, oh, wow. So you've gone I, back and like yeah, watched like old stuff because you. And, I grew up watching Ring of Honor as a teenager. Like that was the first like delve into the indies that I got into in like 2003 sure. and 2002. And I'm probably making myself sound a little bit old now. No, I'm well, I'm way older than you. Yeah. Probably so 20 years always, at least. I've always just been a huge wrestling fan and just like a big student of the game. And I love that like, I have the time now to sit around and watch wrestling because I can just sit and watch stuff. And we all have phones with screen record now. So like I can screen record yes. stuff and like take it to training and learn. And, and it's just to me, like, to be able to absorb and, like, just have all of it at my fingertips. It's not like tape trading, right? Like, now you just go on the internet, like, yeah. archive.org and, and find whatever the, the, whatever the heck like, you want to watch. You know, from your like, bed. It's all there. Yeah, you'd be there. laying in bed and watch something that, like, 30 years ago, you'd have to have a big tube TV and pay a ton of money, uh, to, you know, to watch something. You know, I know. From I'm a, that far I'm away. a huge Misawa fan. He's one of my favorites. I, I think he's the GOAT. Um, this could be argued up one side and down the other. Oh, okay, okay. Goat. But in my opinion, Misawa's the GOAT. 
but so I, I love watching like all Japan from the 90s. I think that's some of the best wrestling out there to consume. So where did you, we, you grew up in Maryland? I did grow up in Maryland on the Eastern shore. Okay. So did you, uh, were you close with your family? Did you have a big family in the area? I did not have a big family. I was raised with oh, my okay. mom for the most part. My mom remarried when I was a teenager. Um, okay. But she always like took me and then my stepbrother to wrestling. And we weren't like, we weren't like one of these families that was like super well off. So mm -hmm. you're, even if I make it, like you're never going to see pictures of me like at meet and greets or at pay-per-views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like within our range. But every time a house show came by, she would take us to that or like, you know, smaller little indie shows and, and make was sure that we were getting our wrestling fix. Yeah, my mom's a huge wrestling fan. Oh, so, so this is, was, so she was a fan yeah, prior to family, having you. My mom, my aunt, my grandmother, like my, my, my stepbrother, my dad, like everybody likes wrestling. Like, okay, go all the way back. Cause... Go all the way back. How did your grandmother get, like who exposed her? I have her no then? idea. She just, I remember watch, her watching it when I was a kid, right? Like, and uh -huh. it's just, oh, my grandmother has since passed. So I, I never, really got to like quiz her on all of that because sure, she sure. passed when I was 13. So I do not have the knowledge that I have now, but yeah. um, yeah, I just, it was always in the house. Like we would watch Monday night raw together and eat dinner. Like it just was oh my gosh. bringing. And I feel very lucky because there are a lot of people that I've met in wrestling who don't necessarily have the support of their families when they're doing this. And it makes me really sad. And I just feel very fortunate that I have such a good support system that, you know, Dude. is willing to do stuff like that for me. Is your mom's husband, was he a wrestling fan too? Yeah. Or did yeah. he become one? Oh, really? Yeah. He likes to show called Steve Austin. That's, that's a dad's favorite. <laughs> you know, I wish there was like on these dating apps, something about like interests. Cause I, I, I don't really, do dating apps. That's scary. I, I really the blew internet it. Is scary. <laughs> I only no, I know. I have to. <laughs> But if I met someone who loved wrestling as much as I did, that would be amazing. But uh, yeah, it's when, not, when it's I, very hard, like I've had relationships where my partner has not been interested in wrestling, and it's, and it's very, work? very difficult because it's it's something that when you like wrestling, I don't know many people who just casually like wrestling. Most people is it who a like prerequisite really like it. Yeah, if someone's much. gonna date you. Is I mean, it pretty much is like I want mm -hmm. somebody that I can enjoy wrestling with. I mean, sure. you, you would ideally want to find a partner that enjoys the same things you do, whether it be yeah, like, let's say you both enjoy going to concerts or you both mm -hmm. enjoy like, let's say you both enjoy playing golf or whatever the, you need a similar interest. And I think that sometimes when you have like massive discrepancies in your interests, like that never works out well. Yeah, um, yeah. The other thing for me, like being a wrestler and like, obviously like I wrestle every weekend, you know, like I'm not home yeah. in the house. Like, and, and a lot of people who don't do this lifestyle are working all week and at home all weekend. Mm -hmm. So that's something else you kind of have to watch out for is like, okay, like, you know, I'm not going to be here. Right. And it's like, yeah. And then it's like, you're not there. And it's like, wait, why are you never here? And it's like, dude, I told oh. you. Like, so is so it that's difficult? You have to watch too. Is it difficult to, to have a relationship? That, like, I mean, you have to, like, I mean, I honestly have not pursued a relationship in the past yeah. year because I've been like so busy, like trying to get my wrestling career off the ground and really hit the yeah. ground running. But mm -hmm. I imagine that you would have to find somebody who is either totally okay with you doing wrestling and like just doesn't care, or yeah. you have to find someone that is doing something that is also occupying a lot of their time and you're both on the same wavelength is what the priority is, right? So, sure, sure. 
it doesn't necessarily have to be wrestling because there's many other things people become very invested in and involved mm-hmm. in, in their lives, right? But you would need somebody that's also like, I would assume a driven individual who really wants to do something and is a go-getter and understands maybe putting career or lifetime goals and opportunities over hanging out on the couch on the weekend and watching Netflix. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Like, what do I know? I'm not a dating guru. I'm no, a it makes sense. I'm not a dating witch. So. <laughs> it makes sense. Did like, um, like people you knew, like say in high school, did they know that girl loves wrestling? Yeah, I got made fun of it a lot. Like a lot really? of people made fun of me for liking wrestling. Yeah, really? it wasn't cool when I was in high school. But did you did you then like try to hide it at all, or you're like screw that? No, like, I didn't care. I've always been somebody nice. who's just kind of been myself. Like I'm I'm comfortable with myself. I I am yeah. what I am. I like what I like, and if other people don't like it, that's not a problem of mine. Um, I was I was really big into skateboarding when I was in high school and like art. Mm-hmm. I have an art degree. I do art, oh, wow. and so I, I obviously that was a big outlet for me too. And I did competitive martial arts growing up, so. I've always kind of been like athletic, but more from the in, in, but interested individual activities. I never really thought wrestling was something I could pursue until I got a little bit older. Because mm-hmm. like when I was growing up, like wrestlers felt very like larger than life and like pie in the sky. Like sure, like, sure. People would be like, "Oh, you could be a wrestler," and be like, "What are you talking about? That's crazy talk." Like those people are like celebrities, right? Like how? Do, no, mm, no. And then like I started to realize, like you know, obviously with the changing changes in society and like the introduction of the internet and like people being more accessible, that like wrestling was actually very accessible and it's something I love and why not pursue it? I think it would it's an amazing experience to be a wrestler, especially as a lifetime fan. I think we're all fans first and foremost. Did you know you were a witch before deciding to to start training? Yes, yes. Um, my family on the maternal side has many witches. My aunt is kind of the head witch, high priestess of our little family thing. So I grew up around it and they always say like the best gimmicks or something that's a part of you. And to me, I was like, this would be a really cool gimmick to do, you know, just kind of turn it up a little bit, you know? So it's, it's, that's kind of where it comes from is it's something that actually is very much a big part of me. Okay. Two questions. (laughs) Two questions. One, have you ever met an evil witch? And the second question is, do you know a spell offhand that could make my nose, my nose like a normal size and smaller ears? I unfortunately do not know any spells that can change your features. I'm so sorry. Um, there yeah. are many different practices. There are like white witches, there are gray witches, there are um, witches who practice black magic. I do not practice that predominantly. Yeah. We are predominantly gray witches so it's more magic that directs energy and creates balance it's very much rooted in karma okay Um, i mean like i guess you know you're always going to have people who behave with like negative intentions or like with Mm -hmm. the intention to bring harm on others and you just kind of have to send that energy back to them you can't make it yours that's how i would handle a bad witch yeah okay (laughs) turn it back to them take it back take everything you're putting out there take it back threefold because i want nothing to do with it honey how many crowns do you have? I have many. I make them. So oh, um, really? I, I'm in the process of making a new one. This is one of my like smaller ones. My uh-huh. silver ones in repair. I have okay. ones that I have like a purple one that has more crystals on it. I have I've got a whole bunch of them and I cycle through them. Did you the set out to make them? Stay one? on my head when I do my entrances. <laughs> That's like yeah, the battle yeah. I'm constantly fighting. <laughs> Did, I've did you? I'm sure you've seen me like do my entrance and it like gets stuck in my hair. Yeah, for sure. and I just, I just kind of go with it at this point. It is what it is. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's not it's, the end of the world. Happen. It's not the end of the world. When you but made I have your, many, I make them. 
when you made your first one, was it with the intention of using it for, you know, for like uh, your uh, resting career? Yeah, yeah. No, I make these specifically for my character. Um, okay, yeah, you're not in wrestling. Yes, they're uh -huh. specifically intended. That's the intention. So typically, how long does it take to make one start to finish? Well, it's like a process. You have to use um, like I kind of they're all like found objects. So okay, when I make them. It's like buttons or like gemstones or or just that type of like notions and stuff from sewing. Like sure. vintage buttons, I'll look on eBay and see what I can get. Um, I use zip ties a lot to like anchor and to create the spike effect. Oh, okay. Um, it's just a headband, basically. I feel like I'm giving away all my witchy secrets here. No, no, I um, like hearing about <laughs> creative people and how their minds work. So that's, and like, I just kind of like lay it out and like arrange how I want everything to look. But then sometimes you have to do it in layers where you have to like put things on and then let it dry and put things on and let it dry. So it takes about like a week, give oh, or take, okay. to make one. And are you constantly like thinking of ideas or you see something like for like yeah, yeah. your I next have one? An eye out. I always like when I'm out and about shopping or just like in places or in fabric stores or whatever, I'm always looking for stuff that I can use in either my gear or on my pieces. And I know do I'm you... not the first person to wear a headpiece, but I do try to make all of mine like special and unique to me. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, you know, I could, after, you know, watching a, a ton of your matches, like, yeah, I, I, you know, as I'm fast forwarding, I can see, oh, there she is, you know, and, and move back. Yeah. I, I um, feel like it's important to have a look that people can like pull you out of the crowd and identify you with and it builds like familiarity and it's almost sure. like having a brand right like it's like you're branding yourself so exactly me having the crown and like having a style of gear is very integral to my branding and like once you get that established then you can be like i think i want a pink crown i think i want red gear and you just kind of change the colors out but the elements stay mostly stay the same yeah. Do you, so I, so do you I make, make my gear too. Yeah. Oh, that's that was my next question. Really? How how did you did you have any background in like sewing yes, or whatever my, it takes? My grandmother was a seamstress. My aunt was a quilter. My mom makes clothes. So like I grew up in a family that sews. Oh, wow. Um, I and I just you know I didn't have amazing sewing skills right out the gate. It's certainly sure. been a work in progress. Like if you look at my first gear I made to what I'm currently wearing, there's been a lot of improvement. Okay. But it's um it's something that's fun for me because it's just like art but with fabric. Yeah. It's just like another way of doing like 3D art or like sculpture on a person. I don't know. I just that's how I've always looked at it. And I just think it's really fun to have complete control of like your look. You know, when you it's... get this idea and you can make it come to life. I know like a lot of people in wrestling draw a lot of inspiration from like superheroes or like, mm -hmm. like their favorite football team. But for yeah. me, I always try to like draw my inspiration for colorways, at least from like Japanese wrestlers. I really like, like I just made a Liger gear. I have a Misawa oh, here. Cool. I want to try to get some like leopard print, like gray leopard print and do like yeah. that. But with, like with moons too and do like an early on Kawada gear. Like that's on oh, my list cool. too. So I always like that's where do I do. Do you have like a notepad? Pardon me? Do you have like a notepad or a sketch pad where like if you get an idea? Yeah, yeah. Can... I, I'm constantly like my notes and my phone is full wow. because I get these ideas at like three in the morning. Like I'll get up to pee and then be like, oh my God, you know, it would be a great idea for a gear or, you know, it would be a great idea for a move or, oh, you know, it would be a great spot. Like that's when it hits you is like when you just lay in bed. So I always like keep that close. Wow. But to me, wrestling, like those are my superheroes. So that's why they're my inspiration. Oh, absolutely. My yeah, that was, <laughs> those were mine growing up, you know, like yeah, sometimes yeah. I was like, oh, I wish this guy was my dad. He'd be cool. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, like maybe my mom will, you know, not like be my stepdad. Too, but I just, I, I always, I just kind of want to be different. I feel like a lot of stuff in wrestling is really overplayed and we've seen it okay. a thousand times now. So if I can just be different, 
Like, why, when you could be anything you want to be, would you be, like, somebody else? Yeah, like, if you're going to do it, like, go for it. Did, so did you, what was the call or you came home and told your mom, hey, listen, I'm going to find a trainer. I want to, you know, become a pro wrestler. Was it a phone call? Was it in person? So I didn't tell anybody at first because I was like, well, (laughs) let's see how it goes. Um, Okay, so how long? Before I went to wrestling school, I was actually just like a backyard wrestler. And like I would okay. go out and do ring crew random places. But when you uh, want to be successful, like, you know, you, you need to go to real wrestling school. Like, I love sure. the backyard. It's a great time. It's so much fun, right? But uh, it's, not, it's not structured professional training. And that's mm-hmm. really what I realized I needed. And okay. I remember it was like around um, December. It was like coming up on the new year. And I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to go to wrestling school. And, and you're in Maryland like, at this point? I'm in Maryland, yes. At that point, okay. Or Washington, D.C. Okay. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to wrestling school. And, like, you're looking around at all the schools. And I just, like, I don't know what hit me. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to apply to Black and Brave. Why not? Like, the worst they tell me is no. They're not going to take me, you know? If you're going to go, why don't you go to the best school out there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and at that time, like, Seth Rollins was, like, world champion. And it's like, that's where you want to go, right? Sure. Like, Look what so they're putting I, out. I did the application and I wrote the essay and all that that jazz. I'm like I, I didn't. I just say. I did you know where it like, was? Yeah, I did know where it was. I did. Okay. Because okay. um, one of the other factors that I considered was driving and the area I live in or I lived in at the time, Washington D.C. has a ton of traffic, and I was like, okay, like I can burn myself out and burn my car out and spend a ton of money like driving back and forth to one of these schools in Pennsylvania or New Jersey or New York. Mm -hmm. Or I can just take that same amount of money and just go here for three months and and just get it done and get it Mm -hmm. done right and get it done by like the best in the world, you know? So that was a big driving factor in my decision too. Okay, so you you fill out like an application type thing? Yeah, they have like an application on their website. So like I filled that out and I sent it in and I was like, okay, like maybe they'll they'll take me, maybe they won't. Because I I would assume it's a very selective process. I'm sure there's many people that want to go there. Yeah, of course when they sent me the letter back saying that they would like to have me, I was like, okay, well, I guess we're doing this. And I was like, well, I guess I got to tell my mom. now. <laughs> I guess I didn't want like anybody in my family, like panicking or like freaking out over anything. They didn't need to freak out. Yeah. So I yeah. wanted to make sure when I talked to them, I had everything like, Hey, I'm going to go do this. It's going to be here. It's, it costs this much. This is where I'm going to live. Like, okay. so there was nothing for her. It's to not bad. About. And was, was, were you, what type of reaction were you met with? With this news they were like if that's what you want to do that makes you happy go for it like, my family oh wow been like that they're really like supportive i mean at that point in my life like i i had been through college i had a career i had like a house a dog and a car and like all yeah that yeah jazz. so like i feel like there was a little bit of like why do you want to do that but i guess that doesn't matter if that's what you really want to do go do it you know so now at cool. that point did you know anybody in iowa no, I didn't. Um, they actually offer student housing out there, which is really awesome. Oh, it's that's so good, like a dormitory nice. type thing? Yeah, they have like a student house and it's super oh. nice. And it's it's it, great because like if you're only there three months, it's like you can just crash and like know that you're safe with other people. And oh, it's, that's it's amazing. Nice. Like I wish more wrestling schools would do stuff like that, right? But how, you know, like how I said, they're the best and they take care of us. So Yeah, exactly. How are the evenings in Iowa? Like, is there anything when you're out there, you're training your ass off. So, but there's no, like, there's no, like, oh, I have a Friday night off. I'm going to go into town. town. Um, 
Davenport is not like totally on the cuts, but it's not a major city either. It's kind of has okay. a very big suburban vibe. There is like a downtown area. There's like little bars and little like cute mom and pop farm to table restaurants. It's actually very cute there. I feel like that's the yeah. best way to describe it. Yeah, I'm pretty. It's very, it, very yeah. cute. It's very cute. And like they have all these little like cute little restaurants and stuff, but it's not a city, but it's not. Would you ever go back? In the middle of nowhere. What? Would you ever go back to visit? I go back all the time. I go back oh, awesome. multiple times throughout the year to train. Um, so you packed up like your car and drove out to Iowa. Yeah, I did drive out there the first time. It was like 14 hours. So the the morning or the night before for your first day of training, were you very nervous? Or At that anxious? point, I had just like accepted that it was going to be what it was going to be. And I just needed to do this. It was, a, it was what I needed to do to get to where I wanted to be. And nothing was mm -hmm. going to stop me. There was literally, when I say there was literally nothing that was going to make me quit, there was nothing that was going to make me quit. And and that's a very strong statement because I was definitely the ugly duckling in my wrestling class. I did not pick it up very quickly or easily. It was okay, something so, I had to work very hard at. Um, so in your wrestling <laughs> class, yeah, I mean, in your wrestling class, were there people who don't wrestle anymore? Um, actually, I think everybody from my graduating class has had at least one match. So that's cool. Oh, I think okay. we're the only class from there where everybody has wrestled or is wrestling, which is really cool. Oh, that's great. But um, yeah, I just like, everybody was really athletic and like, not that I'm not athletic, but like, mm -hmm. I'm not very agile. Like, I'm more of a grappler. Like, uh -huh. <laughs> you know? So it's like, I'm not like graceful. I, yeah, I, don't yeah. do, I don't fly. I don't, I don't jump. You know? <laughs> like, I'm very ground. But you do what you do better. Yeah, I do. And I've kind of been able to like carve out my own little spot with what my strong suit is. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it was hard for me at first because like I didn't move naturally in the ring. Like mm -hmm. I was kind of awkward. And was there like, anything from the backyard and... wrestling that you brought? Like, yeah, like, any of that help? Like, I knew what it felt like to take a bump. Like you're not going to believe okay. me when I say this, but there are people who go to wrestling school and, and this is every wrestling school, not just uh -huh. there. There are people who go to wrestling school. They pay all the money. They up their whole life uh -huh. and they get in the ring and they take one bump and then they walk out the door and never come back. Really? <laughs> it's the really? thing. But um, I do think that I had two advantages going into it. And I think that one of those was already knowing that it hurts and it sucks and that's what it feels yeah. like. So that was not going to be a shock for me. Mm -hmm. And doing martial arts my whole life um i was used to doing drills and used to doing conditioning and used to like having tough coaches so like mm -hmm. that didn't bother me either it was like okay this is just what it's like and there are many people who pursue wrestling that have never played a sport in their life so i'm sure that's a very startling thing for them to come to yeah. as well you know if you've never played any sport and never had to do any sort of conditioning or drills it's 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 an eye so, right was yours like um conditioning pretty good going into starting training I would training. say it was bad but it certainly wasn't the best okay did you think like, you were going to be ready did you I think mean, it was I good I was enough i going to survive is that a fair statement okay I okay yeah. excel and like be the top in the class but i knew i would be able to get through it i did you have to i had to wait a whole year to go out because obviously it's like a very um prestigious selective wrestling school and there's yeah. wait lists so mm -hmm. I had to wait a whole year and I spent that whole year going before I went there doing ring crew all over mm -hmm. and just trying to like get ready to do it. Like going to the gym, getting my cardio up, doing CrossFit, like doing everything I could. So when I got there, like I was 
as best positioned to be successful as possible, if that makes sense. So do um, you just like go and show up at, at shows and say, hey, can I, you know, help out? Yeah, pretty anything? much. Nobody says no to extra hands, especially when you're all trying to drag a wrestling ring in. They're like, yeah, yeah. grab a board, you know, <laughs> like, we're not yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. Um, if it's a larger company, you typically would message them first and like make sure it's okay, okay. that you're there. But a lot of the smaller shows, like the smaller indies, like, yeah, they'll take help from anybody. And it's really great because you learn how the ring goes up, but while you're putting the ring up, you get to talk to people and you get to network and hear their stories and learn from them. So oh, that's cool. It's a good little experience for everyone to have. Could you put up a ring by yourself? If you I could. Had to? I actually could. I do know how a ring goes up top to bottom. Um, it's a skill I pride myself on and I could do it by myself. It might take me a little bit longer doing it by myself, yeah. but I know how to do it. And if I had just one other person with me, I could probably get it up in like 20 minutes. Oh, that's, that's not bad at all. Well, it, when I, I mean, was in, well, my trainers make us put the ring up and make us take the ring down and make us put the ring up and take the ring down. And then like they do shows. So they do SCW pro out there. So like, Oh, you know, oh. The students can take the ring and put it up and the students can tear it down. So, yeah. Um, I had it's a lot like of a... experience before I went to wrestling school. So I kind of knew like how it worked when I got there, but I really appreciate that they made us do that because like, yeah, it's, it's manual labor and it sucks, but it's such a good skill to have because there yeah. are a lot of people in wrestling who don't know how to put a ring up. They have no clue, like no clue, like willing to help, but they couldn't tell you like the order things you need do this to be done instance. in or why things need to be done the way they need to be done. So like, that's something that has been very helpful to me. And I actually, when GCW is on the East coast and in the Midwest, I do ring crew there with big Ben. Oh, cool. and we kind of um, make sure everything gets up and running and all the chairs get down, the ring gets up there and the weapons get built and all the fun stuff. <laughs> have you ever brought your mom into the ring um no i have not brought my mom into the ring but she does come and watch my matches when she has she ever there. Ha has she ever been in a wrestling ring before i don't think so no really nope see I that mean, would be I, i've never been in one i'd be thrilled what was that it'd be so it's not like a common thing i would assume like most people probably have never been in a wrestling ring despite being no not fans, at all right? like like if, if you said to be coming to the wrestling ring, i'm like i'd be there in a second like, you know, like as a wrestling the reaction people have is they get into a ring and they're like, oh my God, you all fall on this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, people are definitely surprised by that. Now, was, you know, Seth Rollins and Merrick Brave, were they present? All the time. Like, all the time. All the time. They're, they are there and they're very hands-on and they coach every class and they get in the ring with us and teach us and work with us. Like, it's not all for show. Like when you see yeah. Twitter and Instagram, like Merrick and Rollins in the ring working with students, like that's what they do. They want everybody to be successful. Like they're tough coaches, but mm -hmm. it's for a good reason. And Can I you... just always have felt so lucky that they were there and willing to share their knowledge with us in that sense, right? And can you still, like, if you need advice, Mm -hmm. you know, I, obviously you go there still, but like call them and say, Hey, listen, yeah, hey. yeah. Um, you like send them all your matches. They'll watch it and give you feedback. Like if you're there, oh, and you wow. know, anybody will help you. Who's there. Like, it's super nice. It's a great environment. I definitely feel like I'm part of a family and it's, mm -hmm. it's that's the best feeling in the world. Right. Do you get like the stars treatment when you come back? I mean, I don't know. We're all just like, like, like a family. It's like, is, is there really a, yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, like, you know, obviously there's a little bit, um, 
when they always have classes going on so like if you've been through the class and you're a graduate like that's a good feeling to have right but yeah yeah no um it's it's pretty much everybody works together and everyone's a team and, and we all have each other's backs like there's nobody who's more important or more special than another person when you walk through the door do you say to yourself oh thank god i'm not here for just for training for the first time yeah every once in a while i do have a day where i'm just like all right glad it's not me not today <laughs> Oh, oh, I, I just thought of something. I want to make sure I ask. But How no, often actually, do you... it's really cool. I really I enjoy every time I get to go back. I feel like I learned so much just from being there. So it's it's just such a good environment. Um, do people uh, mispronounce your name often? Uh, it's her miss. It's 50-50. Um, it's Kaya, oh, really? But I'm not, like, going to, like, jump in someone's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm wrong. Like, I... Okay. No, so... I don't care about that. <laughs> So you finish training, or you're, I guess you're always, you know, training, but how long before the, your first day and then your first match? I how mean, much time was there? I graduated in March of 2020, and if there wasn't a pandemic going on, I try, I would have had my first match, like, that next week. I would have found somewhere to have a match, like, right out of the gate. Were you but getting you know, things ready the, for that? You know what? You could sit around waiting to be ready for that, and if you do that, you're never actually truly going to be ready. Yeah. You just need to go do it, because it's a good learning experience, and everybody needs to have it. So, mm -hmm. um, I didn't actually get to have my first match right away, because, you know, pandemic, no wrestling. Yeah, that pandemic uh, No wrestling <laughs> until, like, July, and actually, um, GCW was really, like, the ones who kicked the gate down and mm -hmm. started pandemic wrestling, so if it wasn't for them, there probably wouldn't have been much going on anyways. Oh, for sure. But... But I, um, yeah, I did get to have my first match about a year ago today in July. I guess it's August okay. now, a year ago. Wow. And yeah. it's just, you know, you're nervous and you're scared, but you have to tell yourself, like, I went to a good school. I'm trained really well. I know what mm -hmm. I'm doing. I'm confident. I can do this. And you just have to go do it. Like, it's, you know, you can you can comb it over a thousand times and, and get nervous and, like, work yourself all up. Or It's just, you just got to go rip the Band-Aid off, right? It's like you when walk you... through this curtains and you're like all right here we go we're wrestling and then you're, you're really surprised by how much of it you, you do know and it's such a good confidence booster today you're you're gonna get through it in that first match were you able to like hear the fans or are you just concentrated on like let's get As through I the match more, i hear the fans more when i first started wrestling i was very nervous about having my match so it was kind of uh -huh. like background noise but now um i definitely hear the fans and i love that they're there and I, I really appreciate them because my first handful of matches were not in front of fans. And it's very, mm -hmm. very hard as a performer to gauge your performance when yeah, yeah. you don't have fans. Or if fans are just other wrestlers, like, that may or may not be cheering for you. Sure, <laughs> you know? sure. So it's like, you, you have no way to kind of figure out, like, if what you're doing wow. is working or not. And just having the fans back is just such a good feeling. And I just... I really appreciate that. And that's why I put so much time and effort into having a gimmick that the fans can become invested in and kind mm -hmm. of play the part and hopefully feel magical too, you know? Let me ask you, is it amazing having people like cheer for you? Like people it's you don't necessarily feeling. even know? There's definitely like moments in your match where like you're out of breath or you're tired or you're beat up or you're, you know, you're, you're wondering how much you have left in the tank and then you hear uh -huh. people cheering for you and you're like, okay, okay, yeah, you know what? I can do this. I can yeah, do this. Yeah. You can get back up, right? And, and it is. It does energize you. It, I think it gives you a, a boost of adrenaline that you need to kind of get through the match and get yourself there because wrestling is very, very hard and very physically demanding. So I, I love when I can hear the fans and I can draw upon that energy and channel it. Do you get nervous like before you walk out? 
I do. And I think everybody does. I think that anybody, like people will tell you that, like even at the top level, people will tell you they still get nervous. But I think that that's because we care. And yeah, if you're not sure. getting nervous, I would be concerned. I feel like all of my nerves come from wanting to have a good match and wanting people to enjoy my match. Like, do like, you that, wake up on the nerves. I don't like worry oh. about messing up or anything like that. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's not where my nerves come from. My nerves come from wanting it to just be an overall good experience for everyone there. Now, on a day that you have a match, do you wake up excited or like wake up like, I have to work tonight? It, it depends. Um, sometimes if it's a bigger match, like I don't sleep really well the night before. It's like a good opportunity. Uh -huh. I'm nervous. Um, but I try to like go to the gym lightly the day before. I try not to do like an aggressive gym day. So I'm like mm -hmm. rested and I'm not sore or feeling crappy. Try sure. to eat a good dinner and get some rest. Um, if I have to drive somewhere, I try to get on the road early. I would much rather be somewhere early than late because when mm -hmm. you're there early, you have time to get yourself settled and collect your thoughts. When yeah. you're late, then, you know, obviously you look like an asshole and then you're <laughs> rushing around everywhere. So it's like, I try to always build enough time for myself to move at a pace that's comfortable and be best prepared for the day. Have you ever forgotten your gear? Yeah, I forgot my knee pads at Fight Forever for GC oh, really? Forever in January. And it was okay. really, really, really terrible because it was very, very cold in that venue. And it was like the ring had a bunch of like glass and stuff in it from matches they had had previously in the day. And I was like, oh, oh I don't no. have knee pads. We're doing this. Oh, Wrestling Jesus. without knee pads. Do not, do not, do not recommend. I've forgotten knee pads. I forgot my wrestling shoes and I had the wrestling vans and I was like, oh, no. they're going to drag me because they're not wrestling shoes and all this other uh -huh. stuff. And then, and then I saw like on Twitter, like people thought it was cool. So now I just wrestle in my vans and I'm like, well, it is what it is. Like Carmella wears Air Jordans, right? Like, I yeah, totally. Carmella wears vans. I love my vans. That's yeah, what I you're wear when I'm not something. in the ring. So um, I like them too. They have like a good grip, like they're rubber. So like they grip better. Like I don't feel like I'm sliding around as much in the ring. Oh, okay. Sense. I don't know. Maybe and they fit tight around your foot? I, I Yeah, I wear the high tops. So it has like some ankle support. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would want to wrestle in like low, low shoes. That might not be so great. But is it, is it like, um, is it difficult getting yourself out there and getting yourself booked uh, on shows? Obviously coming to... off a pandemic, it's. Yeah, so with. something that really helped me was the fact that I had done so much ring crew prior to going to wrestling school that I actually knew people when I got back okay. home that were like willing to give me matches and stuff. Oh, um, okay. I cannot imagine not having that, like starting from scratch, especially coming off a pandemic where everybody wants to wrestle. Like it's probably immensely difficult. But I did put the work in before I went to school, so I was able to kind of fall into a nice little nest when things did open back up. Um, a big part of that too is you just got to ask, like I have a PDF resume, I'll send promoters and it has links to my matches, like where I was trained and all that jazz and mm -hmm. promo photos. And, and I just go, hey, this is me. This is what I do. Like, I'd love to come work for you if you'd love to have me. This is my gimmick. It's fun. People like it, whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. So you have to kind of put yourself out there and you have to like know that, you know, you're probably going to get told no, or you're just mm -hmm. not going to even get answered. So, um, is that frustrating? that's one way to do it. It's, it's just frustrating. Like, honestly, I'd rather someone just tell me that than not answer me at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is what it is. And, and it's mm -hmm. just the business. And, you know, if you're putting yourself out there and you're not getting any like digital replies back, then I definitely just encourage you to start jumping in cars with your friends and going and doing ring crew places because that will mm -hmm. help you as well. But even then, like it gets to a point where you're doing ring crew and you've got to ask for what you want because otherwise you're just going to be stuck there doing ring crew like nonstop, right? You have yeah, to be like, hey, so... I've helped you out like six times. What do you think, buddy? 
You know, yeah. like you have to be you have to be your own advocate for anything in life. Like nobody's gonna advocate for you if you can't advocate for yourself. So I guess like if you're a younger a wrestler younger or newer than me. Yeah, yeah. Um my advice to you would be always be an advocate for yourself and be confident in what you bring to the table. That makes sense. Nobody's gonna do it for you. Like, yeah, and it's, exactly. It's very, and it sucks because it's very hard to ask for things, right? Mm -hmm. like, it's it's you know you're like oh it's it's intimidating and scary and especially like if it's at a bigger place, right? Like it's yeah, place. yeah, yeah. But it's, it's hard to like to do that. It's it's hard to like brag. I mean, and I don't consider it brag about yourself. You know, like brag. I have a hard time like tooting my own horn. You know. Um, I always try to make it about like what I can bring to the table that's different. Like, what can I do for the promoter that nobody else can do? Because everybody can come through and wrestle, right? Like, what makes me different, yeah. special, and worth their time? Um, mm -hmm. But it's it's everyone's approach is different, and it just it sucks because a lot of people tell you no, and then mm -hmm. people start telling you yes, and then maybe some of those people to told you no, then now tell you yes, but you don't have time for them anymore because you've got those yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like. It all it all balances out in the end. You just sure. have to kind of stick with it and keep your head up and keep pushing forward. Wrestling's very it's, tough physically, but it's also very very tough mentally for many people. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it seems like it could be really rough at times. Do you, is winning like championships important to you or now? Yeah, or dude, at I all? love gold. Who doesn't like? All right, good, good. You're honest. That's great. Like, come on, uh -huh. yes, give me title matches. Give me all of the pretty gold titles for my Vichy Ultimate. That's what and, I want. Do you I want ever, to be on top uh, of this wrestling world. Yeah, see, that's a good answer. It's honest. Do you ever think about uh, wrestling outside of the U.S.? Yeah, all the time. Um, obviously, maybe not so much right now with COVID going yeah, on the pandemic. COVID, but when yeah. things wind down, like I would love to go to Japan and wrestle, or like go to the U.K. and wrestle, or Ireland, yeah. or Mexico, or wherever. I mean, I think that would be really fun. I think one of the cool things about wrestling is getting to go different places and learn from different people right like because nobody mm -hmm. wrestles exactly the same so i would love to do some of that maybe down the road i think that would be really cool do you ever now thinking back to when you were like a young girl do you ever like step outside of yourself now and say oh my gosh i'm a pro wrestler you know like yeah, the, I think, the little oh, girl who was watching wrestling is you know that long ago like now you've Kaya done it super proud of adult Kaya right now yeah yeah okay so you <laughs> you can you can recognize that right yeah yeah you know it's important that you give yourself credit for how far you've come um and not discredit what you've done just because it might not be what somebody else has done or where somebody else is at like all of your accomplishments are worth something even if they're like quote unquote small in the big picture. Sure, the fact sure. that you stuck with something and you saw it through and you're doing it and you're doing your thing is like such an important thing to not lose sight of. Because everything's so different in wrestling. Like nobody takes the same trajectory. Nobody mm -hmm. gets to where they are the same place. Like I guarantee if you were to line up like the top 10 people at WWE right now and ask them like from start to finish how they got to where they are, like none yeah. of those stories are going to be the same. So you just have to remember that like everything is different. Everybody's time will come. Like, you know, just keep doing your thing. And most importantly is like be supportive of your friends who get success because it's don't let that make you bitter. Like you should always be happy yeah. for people that are your friends who are who are Do you see jealousy people. like that? I mean, I think that it's a human instinct. I think there's a lot of it in the world in general. And it's it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's easy to like feel like Oh, well, that should have been mine, or oh, why yeah, not me? or you know. But you have to know that like your time will come, and it's mm -hmm. very important to be positive and have good energy for other people who are successful that are your friends. Sure. I am always over the moon when any of my friends get opportunities. I'm so happy for them.
Oh, that, that's that's good that there's people out there like you, you know, who are generally <laughs> happy for other people well, you and know, not don't get me wrong. I like my own. I like to get opportunities myself. Sure, you of course. To, you have to know that friends are very important, and at the yes. end of the day, you don't want to be alone, and you need to lift each other up. Everybody can eat. Are you able to watch your your matches? Yeah, I watch my matches back all the time because I'm not going to get oh, any okay. better if I don't watch them. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. Watch and see what I can do better or different next time. I mean, it's it's a little awkward. Sometimes, like, I wait a day, and I'm like, okay, I need, I need to process for a day, and then, like, I can watch it. But, uh, um, no, I think that's an important part of growing as a performer is watching your matches and getting feedback. Even if it's, like, feedback you don't necessarily want to hear, you know? Or, yeah, like, yeah. You, know, you did wrong. Like, but, that can be tough, Whatever, I mean, that's what it has to happen, I guess. It's yeah, part it of the does. process. It 100% does. Um... All right, I am not going to keep you much longer. You're a busy person, and my kids <laughs> probably hate me right now, um, but that's fine. Uh, can I ask you five non-wrestling-related questions? Just yes or no questions. You don't have to elaborate. Okay. Have you ever gone away with like your family, uh, you know, summer vacation to like a resort in where you maybe learned how to to dance and then fell in love and then someone told your mom not never to put you into a corner? Has that ever happened? No, I cannot say that has ever happened to me. We went camping. We were we were okay. red kids growing okay. up. We didn't go to no resort. <laughs> but nothing to do with the movie Dirty Dancing. No, not at all. Okay. Maybe um, one day I will will meet my charming partner who will lift me up. Yeah, that's in true. That, in that beautiful, yeah, yeah, beautiful, yeah, graceful, yeah. All right, number two. Can you sleep standing up? Oh yeah, I can sleep standing up, sitting down on the floor, like <laughs> sleep anywhere. Can you fall asleep right away? Like, are, are you oh, the yeah, person who like, close your eyes and they're like, out? Five minutes, I'm out. Like, I just close my eyes and relax. Oh, that's like having a superpower. I wish I could do that. You just gotta. You just have to like train yourself to sleep. I know that's crazy to say, but believe it or not, yeah. people are not born knowing how to sleep. Babies don't know how to sleep. Like. You have yeah, to like yeah. teach babies how to sleep and how to sleep on a schedule, right? So you have to teach yourself how to sleep and find what works for you. Like get a nighttime ritual and just know like when you close your eyes, you're turning your brain off and you're just like, I just focus on my breathing. I just close my eyes and I just focus mm -hmm. on my breathing and I'm out like instantly. I sleep on planes, no problem. Okay, I gotta try. I gotta try the focusing on my breathing thing. Yeah, I think that just, would, would just help. really just go like dead weight and be heavy and relax. Mm -hmm. Like let it all go. All right, you're two for two so far. For $3.2 million, would you get a small tattoo of Gargamel from the Smurfs on your face? Maybe right here? No. Maybe like right there? $3.2 no. million? Dollars? Okay. No, okay. because that's chump change in today's society. Okay, I'm just, I know, it's got to last you the rest of your life. I'm sorry, that's not Okay, well, good answer. Um, I think I, number, I like to think that I find value in my life and many things that aren't money. So okay, I'm, I'm not, not that I'm not a financially motivated individual. It's just not the be all and all for me. No, what the world needs people like you. 
Um, so don't ever, don't ever fall for a question like that. Number <laughs> four. Like, yeah, you know, no, I don't think so. I'm good. Somebody else Number might. Four. I'm good. <laughs> Do you have a favorite brand of matzo? Of matzo? Matzo, yeah. Like matzo balls, like matzo meal, like that. Yes. Type of, um, you know, like the, is, the is square, Man like. Yes. Is it Manischewitz mixed matzo? Yeah, that. Yeah, that's your favorite yeah. brand. Wow, I've never. No one's ever answered that. Uh, then giving me an answer so that's awesome congratulations and My finally you're like really good matzo ball soup so is your favorite musician um a former winner or runner-up in american idol no awesome that was Not the one I I, I I really shot <laughs> okay good good um all right well thank you five for five you did great um you can always use me as a reference absolutely thank so, you so is it is it a stretch being being ready for that August 22nd show? Is it beyond? Yeah, it's WWR Plus. I do have yeah. a match there. I do not know my opponent yet, but I do have a match there. So, oh, so you are everything in my power. That'll be my comeback. Wow. To have that match. I have been rehabbing like you would not believe. Like very so when, aggressive PT. So this is just a couple of weeks. So it's coming, you know, coming to fruition. Are you getting real excited? Oh, I'm so excited, but I'm so nervous. But you know what? The best thing about the WWR crowd is like the fans are super great and they're just yeah. for the ride. And that absolves a lot of my nerves because I know oh, okay. that because they're all just there to enjoy themselves, they're very forgiving and wonderful. So it makes it a yeah, lot yeah, less yeah. pressure on you. But like anything, like WWR is a huge promotion. There's a super promotion to Beyond Wrestling, which is probably. I would say Beyond and GCW are the biggest indies going in America right sure, now. Sure, sure. So it is a very big opportunity. It's a very big stage. It's a stream live on IWTV. And yes, mm -hmm. that does make me nervous. But the fans are great. So that helps. That helps a lot. So like so once you get in the ring, you're, are your nerves gone? Yeah, once I start wrestling, I don't think about my nerves because I'm just like wrestling it up. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you know. But um, so, I will oh, say that like GCW's fans are like that too. Like when I wrestled there, like everybody mm -hmm. was like, the fans were super great. And the fans we did have were super great, and super supportive. And it's like a little family of fans there too. So that's what's there... really nice. You don't really have hecklers or people that are being. Yeah, new. that is nice. You don't have to worry <laughs> about that. Like... Yeah. <laughs> is there like a final test you're going to put your shoulder through before saying, all right, let's, um, we're on for yeah, I'd like seconds. to be able to at least do a power clean, like from the okay. floor. Maybe okay. not go overhead because I don't do a lot of like lifts on my opponents. Mm -hmm. I'm a very big technical wrestler. I'm really sure. into that. So I don't do too many lifts, but I definitely plan on just making sure that like I can get through my match safely. I actually, believe it or not, I figure that wrestling will be easier for me to return to than CrossFit will be. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that's a great attitude. Yeah, I think especially for your opponent. A little bit longer, but um, I think so, that I'll be able to get back in the ring definitely within. It'll be six weeks, so. So can you? Do you have anything booked after that? Like you know, after I August? do not. I'm gonna be in the Midwest for a couple of weeks. I okay. um, actually no wait. I do. Um, I'll be back. I'll be in the Midwest. I will be at All Out Weekend with um. Oh, cool. At the Second City Summit with GCW. Uh -huh. So I don't know if I have any matches that weekend, but I will be there on crew. Right, as awesome. always. Um, but no, really, it's great because I get to meet so many people and it's such a good experience. And I've gotten so many opportunities from like doing Ring Crew at GCW. It's nuts. But, um, so is it fun like seeing like people you know? Oh, yeah, and no, stuff? 100%. So I have that. On the 12th, I have um, Combat Fights Unlimited, which is like the female sort of blood sport show that 
goes on IWTV. So I'm excited to make a debut there, especially with my martial arts background. I think that'll be yeah, really fun. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything else in September. Uh, we have WWR again in September, probably. So hopefully okay. I'll be around for that. And then I'll be back up in Iowa for a couple of weeks. And I'll be back in October for some other shows that are not quite announced yet. So I have Is some nice? stuff pe 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 eh, peppered in there. Just you know, trying Is to get back into the swing of things easily without going too oh, hard. Sure. The yeah, yeah. Is it nice having like a vault of your stuff like on IWTV? Like on show, yeah, like actual like, pay-per-views are produced. Yeah, it's great. Um, the other thing too is like I honestly screen record all my matches and then put them on private YouTube links. So if a promoter asks, I can just send them that right away. Oh, nice. Because not everybody yeah, has IWTV. So, but but sometimes that's nice, and it's not public, so like it's not like detrimental to IWTV. Yeah, but it's yeah. Nice to have that, so you can get your stuff around to people. But that's screen think record. Of how fortunate we are to um have the internet and have social media as much as people gripe about it like i remember my trainers telling me that they would get in the car and do like six shot on the weekend like a shot friday saturday and sunday oh, and i was geez. just like ah! like that's a lot of wrestling and yeah it's just crazy to think that they would do that and like youtube was just becoming a thing like dvd there wasn't like digital media <laughs> like I mean, no, it's just, that's all. wild to me because now all you have to do is like have one good match a weekend and get a good photo or GIF and ride it out on social media. Like you don't need to go have six matches and three Yeah, that's states. amazing. I mean, just I have so much respect for them and their hustle because it's just unparalleled compared to what people do these yes, days. Yes, seriously. Like the lack of the, I the get time where there wasn't the internet. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, okay. <laughs> Um, well, thank you so much for coming on. I've never met a witch before, so I totally um, appreciate you coming on. And um, I hope the shoulder, everything goes well.